It's time for the Vegas Golden Knights postgame show presented by AAA Insurance. Now here's Ryan Wallace on the Golden Knights Radio Network. Welcome into tonight's postgame show presented by AAA Insurance. The Vegas Golden Knights fall in the shootout to the Chicago Blackhawks 4-3. The final score in this game and the Golden Knights for the second night in a row. 0 for 7 in the shootout with the season on the line. The Golden Knights officially eliminated from playoff contention. To help us break this one down, we bring in the voice of the Golden Knights, Dan Duva. And, you know, Dan, three straight games in a shootout, three straight games where the Golden Knights cannot find a goal in the shootout. It's inconceivable that that would be the way that the season kind of distills down to its final form, but here we are. If you take a quarter, Ryan, and you flip it five times, and then make it 12 times, and then you make it 19 times, the chances <laughs> that coin comes up heads or tails, 19 straight, is very low. Mm. Uh, there are plenty of people in Las Vegas who know this. Just ask anybody who you know, plays at the casinos and, and roulette and so on and so on and so on. But uh, yeah, when you figure all of the talent that the Knights have and the players who were so close to me. Marcia so hit post the other day. And, hey, it, uh, some credit to the goaltenders, I suppose, but I think what it really demonstrates is the, the weight, the magnitude of the rock on the back of these players and the stresses that have uh, been on top of these guys. You know, when the Knights have had good runs, you know, they have had, um, you know, games not so much where they coast necessarily, but any good team, you know, has got to play with leads. It's easier to play from in front than always trailing and coming from behind. The Knights have had to come from behind a lot within games. They've had to try to fight from behind here in the standings, and it just weighs on you. And it manifests in different ways, but uh, the more and more you feel the crunch, the harder and harder it is to perform at the best of your abilities physically and mentally. And uh, I, I would have to imagine that that plays some part in that string of 0 for 19. Now, despite the fact that the Golden Knights will miss the playoffs for the first time in franchise history, I, I think we all can look at the roster, understanding there are going to need to be changes from a salary cap perspective. But you know, the fact of the matter is those expectations are, are not really going anywhere because I, I think that you can look to some reasons why the Golden Knights were, were not able to come together down the stretch to get into the playoffs. So how do you how do you continue to, to work that balance, understanding that next season when the Golden Knights enter that season, the expectations are not going to be dissimilar to what they were this year? You'd have to imagine there will be an evaluation of each player who has been part of the Golden Knights this year. Remember, at one point they attempted to trade Evgeny Dodonov, and of course that didn't work out. So, you know, I don't know how much of an indicator that is for the future. Um, maybe also look at how the roster was used and, you know, Dylan Coghlan had not played much down the stretch. Meanwhile, Ben Hutton had signed a contract extension. You know, Nicholas Haig on the blue line. Um, you know, the way that the Knights have gone out and brought in stars, whether it was Pacioretty, Stone, Petrangelo, Eichel, you know, it doesn't seem possible that they could continue doing that unless they moved on from one of the stars currently on the roster, just from a salary cap standpoint. But, you know, there's, you know, one school of, of thought that says, you know, putting together a roster of superstars does not necessarily translate 
to a successful hockey team. It's not like a rotisserie league or a fantasy team that guys have to gel. And it's hard to gel when half the team seems to be injured half the time. Yeah. Um, if everybody was healthy, might things have gelled better? It's possible. But just like we talked about when they put Marcia so Eichel and Stone on the line, it looks great on paper, but does it work in real life? And uh, it did not really work in real life in a small, small sample size. So when we talk about player evaluations, talking about guys on the NHL roster, guys on the bubble, American League NHL, but also seeing what might be available in uh, the trade market and the free agent market and a lot of those things you won't know for a while yet. But um, the organization will evaluate the players internally for sure and um, see who, um, you know, you kind of put people into categories of who's, you know, definitely going to be here, who's a must-have player that has to stay on this roster. And then uh, there are other categories of who is a maybe, you know, who is someone we'd like to have, but maybe we could move on from. And then lastly, maybe they've made choices of the players that they do want to move on from. Uh, that process begins almost immediately after the last game. And uh, how much we all find out about that process and those evaluations will probably take weeks, if not months. But that's how uh, an organization handles the post-mortem. So just a couple things uh, individually when you look at a season that has been so kind of start and stop helter skelter just from a, a player in and out perspective um, you, you tend to really gravitate toward individual performances and you know the individual performance down the stretch from logan thompson i, I get that he is the goaltender of record over the last three games but again it's it's an opportunity that he has seized and i think has really opened the eyes of what his potential is at the nhl level and when we talk about it with Steve Spahn on the pregame show today and additional conversations with other members of the coaching staff and some of Logan's teammates, of course, too, you get the real feeling about how much uh, he has earned the respect and trust of these Golden Knights players. You know, Logan's 25. He's not 20, but he's also not been in the NHL for more than a dozen or so games. And he's played uh, uh, just about... Uh, 13 since March 17th. You know, he had a few, a few before then, but they were kind of scattered. Now, the point is, in a stretch of time, you know, he uh, has shown not only to be the kind of teammate that they knew he would be from his time in the bubble, but also how he would battle in games. We've heard a lot about how hard he practices. And um, Steve Spott told us this morning that during the bubble, you know, those extra skates after a normal team practice when Ryan Reeves was a scratch, Ryan would work hard with those coaches and with Logan Thompson and that really helped Logan's practice habits and on and on and on and on. So I think when you consider the future of goaltending, it's hard to imagine it without Logan Thompson. Yeah, I, I think you're you're right on the money there, Dan. And then one more from an individual performance perspective, it's Chandler Stevenson and three assists tonight in a game that, you know, clearly the Golden Knights' singular focus was on winning this game. Uh, you can't really ask for much more from a breakout year for Chandler Stevenson. Yes, and doing it with an assortment of players. Well, we've kind of offered the, the caveat or maybe even an excuse that some players have not done well because they've not had regular line mates and you know, how they haven't gelled and synergy. Well, it seems that regardless of who was playing with Chandler Stevenson, he found a way to produce. And Chandler signed a contract extension that takes him through 2024. And uh, that's good news for the Knights because he's making $2.75 That is a good team contract and he's under contract for a couple of more years at that value 
and he's having a career season. You mentioned that he has three assists today. Third time in his career he's done that. All three of them are this year. And he's tied with Marcia so for the Golden Knights scoring lead. So if uh, there's no other reason to tune in for Friday's game in St. Louis, it's to see who ends up with the Golden Knights scoring lead. Is it Stevenson? Is yeah. it Marcia so? Does Jonathan hit 30 and tie his career high? Maybe get two? Is it a new career high? There will be those individual things to look at come Friday, as you point out, Ryan. Uh, and sometimes, you know, those little things can set the tone for an offseason. It's going to be a hard offseason, of course, yeah. uh, when you, you consider how things have uh, trailed off here the last couple of months. But uh, no more of a sting than it was a couple of years ago. <laughs> yeah. You know, that, that those kinds of things will stick with some guys. But, again, I would encourage anybody who did hear the pregame interview with Mark Stone, he, he does touch on that. In the tail end of the interview, I would encourage our listeners to go back and listen to the captain talk about the sort of gelling that needs to happen before next season begins. All right, Dan, your final thoughts on tonight's game as we look ahead to the regular season finale on Friday against St. Louis. Well, I'm glad I managed to sneak in some history and some literature and Joseph Addison and Alexander Pope into the broadcast. So it, <laughs> as if the hockey contest wasn't entertaining <laughs> enough, we like to provide just about everything we possibly can here on the show. And we'll see what we can cook up for Friday's game. Uh, of course, it won't matter in the standings, uh, but the Blues are getting ready for a playoff run. And we will endeavor to bring to you our faithful listener the very most enjoyable broadcast informative and entertaining that we can so it was uh, incredible that this game here ended just at about the same time as regulation ended in dallas I, i've i've done some games before ryan where i've yeah. had one eye on one game and another eye on another <laughs> game but i don't know that it's ever come down to two games ending i think my final call of the game here also includes the final call of the game there. <laughs> but it was a fun one. Uh, you know, it's always fun to broadcast these games. It's a pleasure for us. And while the uh, the outcome here for those who follow the Golden Knights is disappointing, um, it is always a great day to be in the National Hockey League. Yeah, I echo those sentiments, Dan. You're absolutely right. It's always a great day in the National Hockey League to be in the National Hockey League. And uh, top-level performance from you today, especially bringing in the history and the literature. It was riveting, I'm telling you. It really was. Uh, so, Dan, get some rest. And we're back at this again on Friday. Um, and a great job again today, buddy. And uh, we'll chat on Friday. In the words of the great Paul Harvey, good day. That is the voice of the Golden Knights, Dan Duva, helping us break down a 4-3 to three shootout loss to the Chicago Blackhawks. We're back with more on the AAA Insurance postgame show presented by Dollar Loan Center. This is the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network. We're back to the Vegas Golden Knights postgame show presented by AAA Insurance. Now, here's your host, Ryan Wallace. AAA Insurance postgame show. The Golden Knights fall to the Chicago Blackhawks 4-3, the final score in the shootout. Vegas went 0-7 for 7 again in the shootout. Logan Thompson, over the last three games, has allowed just three goals in three separate shootout opportunities, and he has come out the loser in every single one of those. Uh, it's an unfortunate situation. The Golden Knights offense in that shootout, in that skills competition, 
drying up as Logan Thompson is doing everything he can to try to help the Golden Knights win a game. Let's take a look at the highlights in this game. And we go back to the first period. There was kind of a feeling out process early on. I think that that's kind of a natural situation in a game where, you know, I feel like understanding the magnitude and how difficult the math was going to be, uh, you wondered what exactly you were going to get from the Golden Knights. And, you know, I thought they played an inter like a fine enough first period. They were, they were certainly sacrificing defense for offense. And, you know, early on in the game as... as you know, you, you you try to establish your identity. I thought the Golden Knights hunting for offense was was maybe not the way you wanted to go. It allowed for a lot of really dangerous scoring opportunities for the Chicago Blackhawks. And late in the period, Taylor Radish would open the scoring as he banked the puck in off Logan Thompson. Pressured by Lafferty, Hawks get it. Thompson can't make the save and is tucked beneath him. Chicago takes the first goal. Taylor Radish, one nothing Hawks. Four minutes to go in the first period. Taylor Radish, his 10th of the year from Sam Lafferty at 16.01 of the first period, made it one to nothing Chicago. The Golden Knights would answer back as Mike Amadio would rip a one-timer to tie the game. Stevenson to the middle. Theodore, an extra pass. Score from deep on the left wing. How about that shot from Mike Amadio? Sharp angle. Sneaks it inside at the short post, deep left wing. And the Knights tie it 1-1. Michael Amadio's 11th of the year from Shea Theodore and Chandler Stevenson at 17:39 of the first period tied the game at one. And it looked like the Golden Knights were going to be able to get to intermission even with Chicago. But with just three seconds left in the period, Taylor Radish would net his second goal of the game to give Chicago another lead. Had Thompson way out above the crease. Another try, bang it away, and they score! Taylor Radish again. He had several cracks and a loose puck. Left side of the crease. Chicago takes a 2-1 lead. One second to go in the period. Taylor Radish, his 11th of the year from Sam Lafferty and Philip Kurashev at 19.57 of the first period gave Chicago a 2-1 lead. Radish had not one, not two, but three whacks at that loose puck next to Logan Thompson before he finally put it in the back of the net. So the Golden Knights would head to the second period, trailing Chicago, and they get a pushback early on in the period as Alec Martinez would tie the game. Knights win the draw. Martinez scores! From the right circle, face-off. Alec Martinez from Rochester Hills, Michigan. Puts the <laughs> wrist shot by Lankinen. And the Knights have tied it 2-2, four minutes into the second period. Alec Martinez, his third of the year from Chandler Stevenson at 3.57 of the second period, tied the game at two. Just under two minutes later, a Jack Eichel turnover would lead to a Caleb Jones goal to give Chicago a lead once again. Deflected pass, it comes across to the near side. In the middle, they score! Chicago takes the lead right back. Three to two, Blackhawks. Fifth goal of the year for Caleb Jones, unassisted at 5.03 of the second period, made it 3-2 Chicago. Then late in the period, the Golden Knights would once again tie the game as Max Pacioretty would deflect the point shot home. Face off and a point shot score. McNabb got it through traffic right out in front. Pacioretty was on the doorstep. Vegas is tied at 3-3. Three and three. 18th goal of the year for Max Pacioretty from Braden McNabb and Chandler Stevenson at 17-12 of the second period. 
tied the game at three. So we'd head to the third period, and really the main reason that the Golden Knights were able to get to overtime in the shootout was Logan Thompson as he made saves like these. Hawks get control out high. Jones to the right. Back for Caleb Jones on the left. Extra pass, right a shot. Stopped by Thompson. Goes high in the air and out to the left wing. That AAA insurance save of the game is brought to you by AAA, the proud sponsor of the Vegas Golden Knights, helping you outsmart life on the road and at home with 24-7 roadside assistance, car repair discounts, DMV services, and savings on your home and auto insurance. AAA outsmart life. So the Golden Knights, the Chicago Blackhawks regulation would run out. We'd head to overtime. There were more big saves from Logan Thompson in overtime, but neither side could solve the other goaltender. We'd head to the shootout. Scoreless through six rounds. Tyler Johnson would pick up the puck to start round number seven, and he'd best Logan Thompson. Tyler Johnson in the seventh round is up next for Chicago. Johnson, the righty to the middle, he scores! Tyler Johnson has put Chicago in the lead in the seventh round. Tyler Johnson would get that goal. It would be up to Michael Amadio to solve Kevin Lankinen, and this is what happened. Vegas coming ahead with Mike Amadio. He must score. Amadio towards the net, backhand, saved by Lankinen. And in Dallas, the clock runs out. The Stars and Coyotes are going to overtime. Dallas gets a standings point. The Knights get none, and the Golden Knights will miss out on the 2022 Stanley Cup playoffs. And there you have it, the Chicago Blackhawks defeat the Vegas Golden Knights 4-3 in the shootout. The Golden Knights season will conclude on Friday, a 5 o'clock puck drop against the St. Louis Blues. We're back with more on the AAA Insurance postgame show presented by Dollar Loan Center. This is the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network. We're back to the Vegas Golden Knights postgame show presented by AAA Insurance. Now, here's your host, Ryan Wallace. AAA Insurance postgame show, 4-3, to three, the final in the shootout. The Chicago Blackhawks defeat the Vegas Golden Knights. Vegas, 42-31 and 892 points on the year, will miss the playoffs for the first time in franchise history. Leading to an offseason where I think there's going to be some introspection on where this Golden Knights team is, some understanding of the salary cap and, and what types of changes have to be made. I'm not going to speculate on what those changes need to be, should be from a player personnel standpoint. All you know if you're a Golden Knights team is that this is a team this year that had the weight of Stanley Cup contender expectations on them. And what we've seen out of this organization is that Winning matters. Winning is important. Getting to the playoffs, that's the end goal here. As it should be for literally every single organization in the NHL. You play to win the games. You play to win the Stanley Cup, and the only way that you can compete for that is to make the playoffs. So whether it's retooling, whether it's trying to figure out exactly what direction you want to go in, in, in building around the core of the team right now, there will be an offseason unlike any other offseason for the Vegas Golden Knights because this is a result in the regular season unlike any other result for Vegas. 
It's going to be fascinating. It truly is. The postgame injury report is brought to you by UMC, the exclusive hospital of the Vegas Golden Knights. Vegas went 11 and 7 again today. Keegan Colasar out of the lineup. Lower body injury week to week. As we mentioned earlier this week, Robin Leonard out for the rest of the season. So, I mean, there's questions, right? Like, I think, I think there's, there's a real argument to be made that, and, and I know I'm going to hear it at some point here, that says, well, the Golden Knights were as healthy as they're going to be down the stretch. And that is indeed true. From players in the lineup, yes, they were healthy. You had Mark Stone, you had Max Pacioretty, you had Jack Eichel. You had enough players in the lineup to make a difference down the stretch. But I think we can all, if we're being honest with ourselves, recognize that Mark Stone was not 100%. I don't think particularly close to 100%. Uh, you can make the same argument, I think, for Max Pacioretty. The same for Jack Eichel, who got injured early on in his return to play with the Vegas Golden Knights, but just played through it. Injuries are not something you can divorce from the result of this season. It's not an excuse. It is a reason. And I think that that reason has to be weighed into any decisions made over the course of the offseason. And as Dan spoke about with me after the game, there is going to be that player evaluation. There are going to be internal conversations to try to figure out how to best bounce back from this. An unprecedented season for the Vegas Golden Knights in dealing with injuries and certainly not the result that anybody had envisioned for this season when it felt like the Golden Knights going in were one of the prohibitive favorites in the Pacific Division and one of the favorites, one of the teams we expected to be in the Stanley Cup playoffs. I don't know what changes are going to come. I don't know what's going to happen between now and puck drop for 2022-23. But I do know that every decision made, everything that happens between now and then, is going to be with the intent of icing the best possible team so that the Golden Knights can turn this around, get back into the playoffs, and live up to the expectations they had this year and every season before and every season they'll have after. We're back to wrap it up next on the AAA Insurance Post Game Show presented by Dollar Loan Center. This is the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network. We're back to the Vegas Golden Knights Post Game Show presented by AAA Insurance. Now, here's your host, Ryan Wallace. Triple A Insurance Post Game Show. The Vegas Golden Knights fall in the shootout to the Chicago Blackhawks, four to three. The final score: Vegas 42, 31, and eight. 92 points on the year. Best they can finish is 94 points. They've failed to qualify for the playoffs for the first time in franchise history. Really tough one for the Vegas Golden Knights, as you had plenty of opportunities. Plenty of opportunities to kind of change or rewrite how things went down the, the stretch. And, you know, I think that's going to be the, the main thing, right? It's, it's missed opportunities for the Golden Knights. Injuries, missed opportunities. 
those are kind of the, 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 the ways you can distill down this season for the Vegas Golden Knights. Tonight's game recap is brought to you by Universal Windows and Solar. And it was playing from behind yet again. The Golden Knights are, are trailing early on in the game, and you don't have to expend some energy to come back, then trail going into the second period, fight back, trailing again, fight back. And I think that when you're when you're looking for when you're looking for something to build your confidence, having to constantly play from behind, having to constantly push that needle and, and redline in that way takes a toll and I think over the course of an 82 game season it's taken a toll on the Vegas Golden Knights the injuries have taken a toll on the Vegas Golden Knights and I think if you're looking at this objectively understanding the issues understanding the injuries to Mark Stone and Max Pacioretty and what Jack Eichel with a full training camp and a full offseason to train the way that he wants to train you can envision this team coming back and being better for a little bit of rest, but it does not take away the sting at all of missing the playoffs. That is why you play. You play to make playoffs, to challenge for the Stanley Cup, and that is going to leave a sour taste in the mouths of the Golden Knights all off-season long. That's going to do it for me here on the AAA Insurance postgame show. The extended postgame show is next, presented by Dollar Loan Center. This is the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network. Thanks for listening to the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network postgame show presented by AAA Insurance. Our local coverage continues next with game highlights, interviews, and your phone call at 702-876-1340. This is the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network. It's the extended Vegas Golden Knights postgame show on Fox Sports Las Vegas, 98.9 FM and 1340 AM. Let your voice be heard by calling in at 702-876-1340. Now here's your host, Ryan Wallace. Hey, extended postgame show, Fox Sports Las Vegas. The Golden Knights. Drop this one 4-3 to the Chicago Blackhawks in the shootout. Vegas 0-17 for 17 over three games in three consecutive shootouts. 0-3 for 3 against San Jose, 0-7 for 7 against Dallas, 0-7 for 7 against Chicago. Logan Thompson needed one. One. And he couldn't get it. And I think that there's a lot to be said about expectations. There's a lot to be said about the weight of being a Stanley Cup contender, especially during a season in which you are dealing with injuries. And it is not what you expected. But the fact of the matter is, injuries aside, missed opportunities loomed large for the Golden Knights. And tonight, regardless of what happened in Dallas... And I think that just kind of accentuates things a little bit. Regardless of that, the Golden Knights had an opportunity to get a win here. And they went over in the shootout again. 702-876-1340 is the number. We'll have plenty of time between now and Friday to compose our thoughts on the end of the regular season for the Golden Knights and 
the fact that they will miss the playoffs for the first time in franchise history. But let's get to your phone call, 702-876-1340. 702-876-1340 is the number. Let's head out to the phone lines and bring in Rita first. Hey, Rita, how you doing? Well, I'm good. I finally got through. I yeah. may have called before I'm supposed to, but I got through. I've what got it? two things. I've got a wish list first for chaos because I need something to keep me busy this summer. Yeah. I want the Oilers and the Toronto Maple Leafs to both go out in the first round. <laughs> I need the Twitter feed. And then I want the ads to go out in the second because just it'll be fun. That's my vicious little take. Um, oh, Rita, I love it. Well, you know, it'll keep Twitter going. Yeah. Now, I think this to you and a few people have seen it on Twitter, and I know you're probably not going to answer to it, but here's my soapbox. I think we have had some big hits to our reputation as a team this year. And one that I'm not proud of as a fan. I wish it had, things had happened differently. But I say we need to bring in Kevin Weeks. He's got the integrity and the respect of the league. And what he doesn't know, they can put, just like they did with Rutherford, put a VP in charge to help him through what he doesn't know. And let's get our respect back in the league. Yeah, you know, Rita, thank you for the call. Um, as I, I don't know what the changes are going to be or if there are going to be changes when it comes to the Golden Knights and, and where and at what level. So it's, it's premature on my part to, to kind of go in that direction. Now, what I will say is this. I do think that there is something to be said about expectations. There is something to be said about the weight of having to be a team that performs and having to go out there and live up to Stanley Cup contender, Stanley Cup contender, Stanley Cup contender. And I'm not advocating for a world in which those expectations aren't there. But if there's one thing that I would say, it's the joy of the game. Bringing that back just a little bit. For me, the Golden Knights were at their best and are at their best when you can feel the energy and you can feel the fun that they're playing with and i think that when you have those expectations things become workmanlike and while every day in the nhl is a good day i do think that performance is it kind of takes a, a front seat to you know the the joy of the game or or leaning into the fun that a lot of these players experienced year one year two year three so um i like, I'll, I'll tell you, I, I don't know what changes are going to, to be made or if any are going to be made. But I do think if there's one thing I'm looking at, it's change or reframe the expectations and put the emphasis back on having a little bit of fun. And that's really where I'd go. 702-876-1340 is the number. Let's head back out to the phone lines and bring in Blake. Hey, Blake, how you doing? I'm good, Ryan. How are you doing tonight? I'm good, buddy. You know, I, I think this is this whole season, and I, I don't have much to talk about it, and you know how I feel about it. But I, I thought you brought up some interesting points about kind of you have to fail before you succeed part. And I mean, I think this team as a whole has kind of seen everything in their first five years in the final with the, the major penalty and the shortcomings in the Western Conference final. But I, I think I think what you have to see is you, you look at teams like the Capitals that got the job done against the Knights, the Lightning, 
have the sweep against Columbus, a team they should have manhandled that year, and they come back and win two straight. But I, I think my message mostly right now is, is, is for the fans. And I, just because it's one year, you, you can't give up on the team. I've seen time and time before, uh, you can look at football, for example, and the Atlanta Falcons, they, they blow a 28-3 lead, and the next year they couldn't fill half the arena. I don't think that's going to happen with Vegas, but it's something to look out for. Um, and, I mean, I'm, I'm, overall, going into next year, I'm really excited to see what this team can do over an 82-game span, I, especially if they stay healthy and are able to play together a full year of Eichel and, and, what, and what those lines can do. I, I think there need to be changes, and, and you know you know what changes I feel need their, their need to be. Sure. But uh, this is probably the last time I'm going to call for the year, and I'll, I'll, be, I'll be sure I'm back next year. But uh, shouts out to you, Ryan. I know you and I have kind of butted heads and went back and forth all season long, but I think you do a really good job, and I look forward to calling in next year. Yeah, you know what, Blake, thank you for that. I, I do appreciate it, and you know, I'll be honest with you. I, I don't ever mind butting heads. I don't ever mind having uh, you know these types of conversations. That's what happens when you follow pro sports. That's what happens when you talk about pro sports. There'll be differences of opinions. I, I think you make some really, really valid points. I, and, and I'll tell you, and thank you for the call, I, I, I think your, your point on understanding that blips happen, understanding that setbacks happen, and sometimes uh, the team will, will come through the other side better off for it, and they'll learn something about themselves along the way is, is a point well taken. And, you know, in, in, enjoy the offseason, and, and I, I look forward to having you back and calling in when the Golden Knights take the ice again in 2022-23. Let's head back out to the phone lines, bring in Michael. Hey, Michael, how you doing? Hey, Ryan, how are you doing? I'm good, buddy. Um, I'm, I'm conflicted. Um, I mean, I'm very, very happy with what Vegas has pulled off for the past four years. Mm. And, I mean, how can you not? Uh, we went from a team that was struggle, struggling to do anything in the a preseason in the first year to making four consecutive playoff runs, including a Stanley Cup final and two Western Conference finals. So, so how can you not be proud of the team? But I, I do have a couple concerns moving forward. Majority of it is in the front office and the whole loyalty. Um, you had a bunch of really good players like James Neal um, in his first year, got traded to Edmonton. Uh, you had Gerard, Gerard Gallant. He had a he had one rough stretch in his second year. He got he got fired, um, and uh, well, you got um, uh, you got um, Foley that told Flurry that he's going to retire at night and then trade him soon after. Just all of this adding up, uh, just uh, it kind of bothers me because I I'm worried that we're going to get a reputation that we can't be trusted with our stars. You know, I, that, that's an interesting point, Michael, and thank you for the call. Um, I, I think that when it comes to the NHL and when it comes to hockey, you, you try to make... The Henderson Silver Knights, the AHL affiliate of the Gold... Uh, you try to make business decisions, and you try to treat things like a business. And, you know, I, I understand your points, but the, the argument that I would make is if you believe you are making the team better. If you believe that this decision brings you closer to winning a Stanley Cup, I, I think you make those decisions. And, and every, every single thing that happens is viewed through the lens of, does this make you better? Does this 
bring you closer. And there's risk involved in any decision, any trade, any, any type of movement when it comes to professional sports. You can make a decision that you think makes you better, and it ends up making you worse. So you can make a decision that you think is going to get you 1% or 2% better, and maybe it does for the short term, but then there are unexpected situations that, that come up that, that you then have to address. I, I think that loyalty in professional sports is a hot-button issue because it's just not really an avenue or I, I guess a, a situation where loyalty is, is going to trump the desire to win. And, and that's just the long and the short of it. And everyone that plays in the NHL, every player, every coach, everyone involved in this league understands that. So um, I think it's maybe a, a bigger deal um, to fans, maybe a bigger deal to the outside looking in, but I don't think it is uh, to the players in the room or, or the players that are in the league that understand kind of that simple fact of what it is to play and be in the NHL. Let's head back out of the phone lines, bring in Stephanie. Hey, Stephanie, how you doing? I'm, so, I'm doing okay. How are you doing, Ryan? Oh, I'm doing all right. So, it, it, you know, it stinks that um, we got eliminated from the playoffs tonight, but I think that it still says something that in five years it took to the 81st game in an 82-game season to have our first time facing real elimination from the playoffs, you know, being in the playoffs. There yeah. are how many teams that are no longer playing meaningful hockey games in February, right? And we still had meaningful best games up until the second-to-last game from the end of the season. So it, it, it's a disappointment. But when you look at how many injuries and how much adversity there was all through this season, you know, it... it wouldn't have been surprising if we weren't playing meaningful hockey back in March. So it, it stinks, but like there's a lot more to life than sports, and it should be something that we all enjoy and let enhance our life. And there's always next season, and I'm looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to the game on Friday. There's nothing on the line, and I just hope it's a fun game. Yeah, you know what, Stephanie? Thank you for the call, and, and I think your last point is a great one. Um, it feels weird to not have a game um, that is going to deliver consequence, but it could also be a really fun game as a fan to just have that send-off to see what the team puts out on the ice against the St. Louis Blues. It, it could be one of the more entertaining games of, of the year because your expectations are not focused on what has to happen or what scenarios are going here. You can just sit back and enjoy the team, and I think that's a really, really good point. 702-876-1340 is the number. We're back with more of your calls next on the Extended Post Game Show, Fox Sports, Las Vegas. Back to your calls on the extended Vegas Golden Knights postgame show. Here's Ryan Wallace. Hey, extended postgame show, Fox Sports Las Vegas. Golden Knights fall to the Chicago Blackhawks, 4-3 to three, the final score. Vegas eliminated from playoff contention for the first time in franchise history. We're taking your calls, your reactions to a disappointing run of games for the Vegas Golden Knights going 0-17 
in three consecutive shootouts, not giving Logan Thompson in those three consecutive shootouts any run support. So it's tough. It's tough. That's how it, that's how it bounces. And unfortunately for the Golden Knights, the key opportunities, key moments in the game, and key moments in the season, and the scoring dries up under the weight of expectations. Let's head back out to the phone lines, bring in Mike. Hey, Mike, how you doing? Well, by golly, this is it. They finally pulled the plug, but I will tell you that uh, overall, if you're Dallas, man, you got to be shaking in your boots. You blew a 3 nothing lead in the third period and lost in overtime. You don't know how close you were to being eliminated. That has to be sobering for them, at the very least. Are you going to finally give me some credence towards this gimmick goal uh, shooting in uh, in a shootout? I mean, there's got to be some other way to <laughs> to make a goal go in from five feet away, doesn't there? Um, yeah. I mean, I, I, any goal, Mike. I'll take any goal. Yeah. Like if you wanna, if you wanna lay on your belly and, and poke it through like you're shooting a pool stick, like I, I'm okay with that. I, I don't care <laughs> so long as one went in and Logan Thompson got a goal in the shootout like however you want to put it in man go for it we have our one heck of a goaltender in shootouts that that remains to be seen as the year progresses next year but i will say this and then maybe on friday talk about you change you telling me and me telling you baby what uh, changes could be made for the 22-23 roster I, if you remember seven years ago, there was a goalie who was 27 years old at the time, and, and he took Ottawa all the way to the final, and he's played 41 games after that. Mm-hmm. And you know who I'm talking about, the Hamburglar. Yeah. We got a taste of his best game he'll ever play again last week. So the other one is a little closer to home. Three years ago, Jordan Bennington burst onto the scene. And he was 16-3-1 in his first 20. Just a couple of years later, he's played less than half the game for St. Louis. And Billy Husso, they're in love with him. I don't know why exactly. But what I'm saying is put pump the brakes before you decide to clean house and anoint Logan Thompson as the one and only goalie. That's all I would say. So... I- Generally speaking, Mike, like I, I'm with you in that I, I want to see more from a goaltender at this level before I'm going number one status, right? Like I think that Logan Thompson, what he did this season and down the stretch is he staked his claim to I'm an NHL goaltender. I belong in this league. I can at times carry the mail in this league. And frankly, um, this is where I should be. And going into training camp next year, Logan Thompson is going to make a strong push to be on this team for the future. Now, whether that means number one minutes, whether it means a tandem, whether it means 25 to 30 games in a backup role, I don't think it matters to Logan Thompson because you're talking about a kid that believes in his ability enough that if he's going to be in one spot or another, he's going to win out the job that he wants. And I think that's really the the thing that makes Logan most impressive. He knows what he wants, he knows how to get there, and he's going to take advantage of any opportunity he gets. Well, my, my admiration for Logan Thompson is second to none. I've said it on this show before that when he won the AHL Goaltender of the Year last year, I knew he was headed 
for some sort of some sort of NHL career. We'll just wait and see. Like I said, maybe we'll talk Friday. You will have a show on Friday, I assume, no matter what. Yeah. yeah we'll be and here. also on Monday, will you guys get together and allow us to call in uh, on Monday? I see no reason not to. Um, I, I mean, I'll make an executive decision right now. I don't know if Millard will, will allow it, but uh, yeah, uh, sure. We'll, we'll have the same thing that we do on a Monday where you guys get to call in. And if it's not... If it's not Monday, if, if there's a lot of audio that we've, we're, we're looking into or getting into um, or news, whatever the case may be, maybe we push it back to later in the week. But there will be an opportunity for you to call in and talk about the end of a regular season and, uh, you know, a shocking season for the Golden Knights in terms of missing the playoffs. And please tell our friend Darren that we suit up, we show up, and we're determined to play uh-huh. no matter what's going on south of us. I mean, just imagine, right, if, if the Golden Knights took Darren's advice after the second period, first period. My goodness. Yeah. I, it, it, it was, I hope he was just kidding us because I was ready to throw the radio through the wall. Well, at least I'm not alone when it came to my, my exasperation at that exchange. Thanks for the call, Mike. Really appreciate the insight all season long. Make sure you call on Friday when the Golden Knights play their final game of the Let's go back out to the phone lines, bring in Adam. Hey, Adam, how you doing? Good, Ryan. How are you tonight? I'm doing all right. You know, I think one of the – you can't really pinpoint what went wrong, but one of the things that really stood out to me this season was a that road trip on the East Coast in the middle of March when they went to Philly, Buffalo, and two teams that they should have beat and they lost to, and then losing the five games on the road, um, the, the five games uh, – the entire road trip, actually, going 0-5. Mm-hmm. And I think that really turned it around for the negative on this season. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't disagree with you in that that's a big hole to have to make up if you're the Vegas Golden Knights down the stretch, understanding that you know the teams around them were making up games in hand, and when you drop 10 points in a row, it makes it really difficult to stay in the race. So, I, I mean, it's, it's a turning point for sure. There are many during the course of a regular season, but that one stands out for sure. Absolutely. And, and you know, ultimately, there's only one team that goes home at the end of the season happy. Yeah. Um, and that's, you know, that's the Stanley Cup winner, and that's it. But off season, little changes, big changes, whatever it is, you know what, we'll be there at the Fortress next season and, and hope for the best team on the ice, and that's all we can hope for. Yeah, no, fantastic stuff, Adam. Thank you for the call. Um, it's about regrouping and refocusing and re-energizing. And, you know, for a Golden Knights team that over the course of the first four years have played a lot of hockey, regular season, and playoffs, um, you never want to be in a position where you have to rest. But now it's there. Now it's happening. So take advantage of this off season. Take advantage of the extra couple of months of rest that you get and come back ready and raring to go in order to go win a Stanley Cup next year. We're back to wrap it up next on the Extended Post Game Show, Fox Sports Las Vegas. Back to your calls on the extended Vegas Golden Knights postgame show. Here's Ryan Wallace. Extended postgame show, Fox Sports Las Vegas. The Golden Knights fall to the Chicago Blackhawks 4-3 in the shootout. Vegas 
eliminated for the first time in franchise history from the playoffs. The Golden Knights' final game of the regular season will be Friday at 5 o'clock against the St. Louis Blues. The Golden Knights have an opportunity to go out there and win their final game and head into the offseason at least with that under their belt before turning to what will happen this offseason, what is the landscape going to look like for the Golden Knights going into next season, and then what are the expectations placed upon this team for 2022-2023. That is a conversation for another day. We have one more broadcast, one more game before the end of the regular season. Our final one of the year will be on Friday. Thanks to Jed Donaldson down here making sure everything sounds great thanks to bobby machado back in the studio for keeping us on the air and thanks to you our listeners and our callers all year long you guys have brought it so thank you for that continue to do so i want to hear from everybody on friday at the end of the regular season until then have a great night everybody we'll talk to you on friday right here on fox sports las vegas thanks for listening to the extended golden knights post game show on fox sports radio 98.9 fm and 1340 am your home for the vegas golden knights have a good night and drive safe